Thank you. Thank you, Pam. Um, so our, our talk this morning is going to be in two halves. We're going to have that. We've had the first reading of the gospel reading of the resurrection. And then in a minute, we're going to have our, our second reading. But first, I just wanted to reflect a bit on that, that resurrection morning that we heard from Matthew's gospel. It would have been a chaotic day. Um, you could have said it was seismic, almost literally, because there was an earthquake. But also metaphorically, because it was earth-shattering. What was it like? Well, it would have depended who you were. For the guards that were guarding the tomb, it must have been something fearful, not understanding what had happened. For the chief priests, it must have been confused. They thought Jesus was dead and buried. For the women, it would have been a roller coaster of emotion, of emotion from fear and sadness to joy. And for the disciples, it would have been the start of something completely new, a whole new chapter in their lives that they could never possibly have envisaged before. But the end result was the most important day of all. The whole point of the gospel, everything that the scriptures have been leading up to, to that point, when the sinless Jesus died, but through his goodness, he overcame sin and rose up from the grave. It was an historical event 2,000 years ago, but the implications were for all time. And by all time, we mean all time before that and all time after that. There are about 30 of us, as Rosemary said, to, to, to see the, um, for the sunrise service. We didn't actually get much of a sunrise because it was a bit, bit misty. But the most dramatic sunrise I think I ever saw was about 20 years ago, probably, um, when we were living in Japan, and climbed up Mount Fuji. And I don't know if anyone have had an experience like this going up a mountain where you, you go up at night, um, kind of started off about, about midnight and spent about five or six hours climbing up a, um, just a, a volcanic cone, not being able to see anything because of the sheer darkness. And then just as you get to the top, the sun begins to rise. And all out before you, you can see the whole of, yeah, what looks like the whole of Japan just spread out. It was always there, but climbing up the mountain at night, you never saw it. All you saw was the rock in front. But as the daylight dawns, you get this beautiful view of something that was always there anyway. It was just in darkness. Well, on that resurrection morning, as the sun came up, God's plan that was always there, because it had been told by the prophets, by Isaiah and in the Psalms beforehand, is now actually revealed. It's revealed the greatness of his salvation. That first morning, Easter morning, was in a very real sense, like the sun rising and revealing the greatness of God, what God had planned. It was on that Easter morning that the resurrection of Jesus 
the fact that he had overcome death was shown to the world. Now we're now going to move on about 10 years to our, our second reading. Um, Christine's got that. Thank you, Christine. So thank you, Christine. We're now, as I said, moved on about 10 years, roughly, don't know how long, after, after the resurrection. And Peter, um, if you know the context of the story, he had um, um, an angel came to him and told him to go to the, um, the house of this man called Cornelius. And the, the, the relevance of it was that up to now, Christianity had just been spreading in the Jewish community. But Cornelius was, was a Gentile. He was a non-Jew. And, and so this was something completely new to Peter. And he was kind of reflecting back on that chaotic day about 10 years ago. And reflecting back, reflecting back on, on the cataclysmic things that had happened. But now he kind of sees it in a new light. And he says, I now realize how true it is that God does not show favoritism, but expects every nation. It now dawned on him that this whole thing of the resurrection of Jesus was not just for the Jews, but it was for the wider world. So 2,000 years ago, before they had the concept of social media trending, Jesus' resurrection miraculously trended through the entire Roman Empire in a matter of decades. It was explosive. It went out to the west, all the way to the Western Islands, Britain and Ireland. It went out to the east, India, and possibly even China, um, a century or so later. It went down south into the depths of Africa. It wasn't just for the Jews, it was for the Gentiles. And in the decades that followed, it literally spread to the whole known world at that time. And 2,000 years later, it's still with us now. The fact that Jesus died not just for sin, but particularly for our sin. He's not just God, he's also our Father, our King and our Saviour. And that's why 2,000 years later, we still celebrate Easter now. The most important day of the year more than anything else we, we could celebrate. I'm going to end with a, just a collect prayer, and I think it's printed on the, on this, the notice sheets, if you've, if you've got one, so you can, um, you can follow it. It's on the screen. So let's pray. Well, I'll pray, and if you could echo it in your hearts. God of glory, by, raising, by the raising of your Son, you have broken the chains of death and hell. Fill your church with faith and hope, for a new day has dawned, and the way to life still stands open in, in our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen.